Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Jean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and welcome to Conversations Radio. This is episode number 141. Our co-host is Sophia Rosinski. You know her from Paper Girls. And our guest tonight from The Fablemans, Natalie Kelly Karsten. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And you are, I thank you. Hey, on Twitter, it's really quite simple. It's at Converse Radio, like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, it's simply Conversations, the podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Glad to be back. I have been away. <laughs> wow. 42-day cruise. Uh, Hawaii, the South Pacific. We're talking American Samoa, French Polynesia, Tahiti, and Marea. Uh, and a lot of sea days as well. But uh, so a little, little, little time out uh, for me. Uh, getting ready for the summer, of course, with great shows on the way. We'll talk about those as time goes on. As time goes on, yes, I sing too. Isn't that great? But again, great, uh, great shows coming up. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate that. I want to go ahead and dive in. We've got a really, really good show tonight, and of course, talking to uh, Keely Carson about her role in the Fablemans. Our co-host, she's a returning uh, guest and a returning co-host. Um, Sophia Rosinski is an actress, producer, musician probably a singer, and just so much more. And she's got a full head of hair again. So she's no longer in Mac Coyle mode. You know her, though, as Mac Coyle, the salty language teenage newspaper delivery on a bike. And things kind of go kind of weird. And it's, uh, yeah, great, great show. That was on uh, Prime and still is. So that's her, uh, her deal. She did that as well as um, Fast Lane, and she has done uh, a lot of of filmmaking as well. She's a filmmaker, so she's often doing stuff with her sister uh, with Stella Luna Films. That's at StellaLunaFilms.com. Her and Alexis really are. It's a real arts family, uh, and uh, that's just so incredibly important nowadays with all the COVID chaos and everything else going on in the world. It's good to have the arts uh, and the music as well. I want to bring her in because uh, she is chomping at the bit, and uh, she has one cap, just so you know. So I don't know why I decided to throw that up. Sophia Rosinski. Sophia, how are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Thank you, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Welcome back to Conversations Radio. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that I didn't scare you off. No, not at all. No, no. I love having you on here. You are definitely, um, you're so talented and just so, I've got to think that the arts just kind of, like I say, it's just kind of permeates through the whole household there. But you're doing a lot with uh, getting your sister, uh, Alexis, you, as far as filmmaking and stuff. Uh, you're doing music, too. And um, I guess you're embroiled in homework as well, I understand. You do some college stuff. Right, yes. Quite a bit of homework right now. But um, Alexis and I, still we're still writing and, and making stuff together, though. You've done some wonderful, wonderful films uh, together with your sister, Especially the one with uh, about sutro, sutro baths up in San Francisco a while back. You guys did a thing on that. And again, 
know those very well. Now, I'm not that old, but back in the day, that was where you went to go swimming. It was a huge thing, and uh, eventually they went away, but the ruins are still there. And uh, the whole Sutro story is uh, is fascinating. You guys kind of got... Oops. Oh, was that me? No. Okay. You guys kind of uh, uh, kind of delved into that and told that story in a way. Right, right. Yeah, that was um, quite a while back. Yeah, uh, just that history fascinates us. It's it's mysterious and, and spooky and, and beautiful. And so we made that um, sort of short documentary sort of clip on it. But we hope to revisit it, go back and kind of dive into it more. That's a lot of research, too, because there was a big, you know, big, big history of that. And, of course, the Cliff House and the Sutro Mansion and, and everything. Um, but uh, phenomenal. And, again, the other, um, the other side of the door, you did that as well. And um, you've, been, you've been writing and producing since 11 years old. That's, uh, yeah, that's incredible. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she found she she found f- fame and fortune early. Now she's living the high life there in Central California, but you're down here a lot too in SoCal. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Kind of we spread our time out between Northern California, sort of the Central Coast, uh, Southern California, just kind of all over the map. Awesome. So we got a great guest tonight. Have you seen the Fablemans yet? Yes, yes, I watched it the other night. What did you think? Well, first of all, I mean. Keely, she she brought just such beautiful depth to her character and just such light and life to it, and um, the costuming was was gorgeous. It was great, too. yeah. But definitely, I would say that about as as Keely grabs a box of Kleenex right now, and they're gonna bring her in. And again, uh, yeah, a great movie. And I told this story uh, to Keely a couple of days ago, you know, because we were on the cruise and they've got movies under the stars, so we were out there freezing. Windy and blankets and the whole thing and watch the Fablemans. It was really, really cool. And um, Fablemans. Say that fast ten times, huh? But uh, again, uh, the movie is just phenomenal. And uh, let's go ahead and bring um, Keely in. Keely Carson's an actress. She's a singer. She's also a filmmaker and writer. And again, she uh, scored huge with the role of Natalie. That's Sam, who's basically portraying a young Steven Spielberg, uh, the middle sister on the Fablemans. And a wonderful, a wonderful uh, film. Just, uh, you know, and everything Steven Spielberg does, he does it right. I mean, he's very good at what he does. Um, and uh, certainly, unfortunately, he did not win, but uh, he should have. And uh, again, a great movie. So let's go ahead and bring her in here. She's uh, all the way from Palm Springs, California, Keely Karsten. Keely, good evening. Hi. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Sophia. I, too, have seen some of Paper Girls, and I thought that you were really good in that. And it had a great story, and I liked it a lot. She was... And thank you for having me. She was really, like, badass. I mean, she scared me, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, cool. Keely, welcome to Conversations Radio. And, again, thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate that. And, again, thanks to your mom and dad, too, for helping make, make this happen. Because uh, you, your family, again, much like... Sophia's family, your family is uh, is in the arts as well. So yeah, uh, I grew up in a theater family. Like the first time that I went to the theater, I think I was four months old, oh. and my dad had brought me to my mom's rehearsal because he was an artistic director and she was a choreographer. Oh wow! They had both met on Broadway, 
and they now have another theater here in Palm Springs. And I grew up with a really artsy family. I was always singing something or watching them rehearse. So yeah. <laughs> tell us about tell us about the theater in Palm Springs. Oh, it's really nice. Um, my dad is the artistic director, and he does five shows a season. Um, this next season, he has a new original play or musical that's going to be coming up that I think is awesome. I love getting to see all the new original plays. Um, and yeah, it's a really awesome theater, and it's great to go and watch, you know, oh, sure. a play or a musical when I have spare time. See, local theater is phenomenal. It's 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 a gift. We've got the Canyon Theater Guild up here in Santa Clarita, and uh, uh, some wonderful, wonderful uh, productions. I mean, uh, Wicket and uh, uh, the Secret Garden, and oh, I love she's all kinds of just great little shop of horrors, just wonderful productions. And it's a commitment for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> I want to say like maybe like four or five months because there's, there's auditions, then there's rehearsals and costume, and then the actual production. Um, so definitely is, um, definitely I think I'd be committed, but there, it's wonderful. And have you done any of your dad's productions at all? Have you done any? Um, I did do one. I was in fun home. Oh, wow. What role? What role? I played young Allison. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was really an amazing experience. I loved that musical. I had never really seen it before. And getting to be a part of that and telling the story. I mean, there were a lot of people who saw that and it really touched them. Like there were some amazing stories that we learned about while doing it. And it was an amazing experience. Song of Keys? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I always have loved that song. That's a to- <laughs> that's a tearjerker. It's like Little Shop of Horrors and when they do Suddenly Seymour. Oh, my God. That's like the ultimate love song. You know, if you had a, if you were a florist, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, well, it's good, and you get you get now when you're in one of his productions. Uh, obviously, he's still dad, but then he's the director, so no special treatment, right? Yeah, it was actually he was really good about that. Um, I always knew that, of course, because he was my dad. I kind of had to step it up in a way. Do you know what I mean? I really had to be able to take notes well. And yeah. he was an amazing director to work with. <laughs> so. Keely, you're an actress, you're a singer, and you took your time between L.A. and New York, so you're, you're bi-coastal, which I should say L.A., Palm Springs, and New York. Um, what came first, the singing or the uh, acting for you? Um, I think the acting had yeah. always come first. I had always wanted to be an actress, um, but I did love singing. I would see a show... And at the end of the show, I would be sitting up on the stage with the cast singing along with them because I knew all of them and I knew all the songs. And I was that girl who was singing along in the audience. <laughs> I was that girl for a lot of the shows. But I really fell in love with camera, you know, sure. film and TV when I was around seven years old and started doing real auditions. Now, let me let me ask you this. I ask everybody this. Uh, as a child, stuffed animals? Yes. Did you do shows? For, did you do show for your stuffed animals? Yes. Okay. Of course did. How can you not sing to your stuffed animals? So, um, uh, I, Sophia, I, Sophia, the same. Shows for yeah, your stuffed animals, yeah. yeah, and for your cat, yeah. too. I would think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We sort of more <laughs> stage, sort of comedic melodramas with the 
the stuffed animals. God, fun times. Uh, uh, you're, you're, you've definitely earned your spot. I mean, you've worked very, very hard for your success. You as well, Sophia. I mean, I got some stellar, stellar roles. Um, for, for you, Sophia, I still find it fun to watch the clips of, of Comic-Con of you in San Diego and, and seeing paper girls billboard plastered on streetcars and buses. That's And and for you as well, Keely, the Fable Man, tons of billboards too. Um, that's very surreal. Yeah. I think for me, like going to the movie theater and watching the movie was the craziest part. I don't know. What about you <laughs> with paper girls? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably just the trolleys and stuff in, in San Diego. <laughs> what was your emotion, Keely, when you watched uh, The Fable Ones on the screen? What's that? Oh, well, I I found a few scenes that I obviously wasn't in that I saw for the first time, and I cried. Aww. And I remember Stephen had said to me before I went in to see the movie, he said, you're going to love the movie, and you're going to love your performance. And I wow. did love the movie. And it was really special thing to go and see it with everyone. You know, it had been almost a year, a year and a half, and I hadn't seen them. And just to see everyone again, you know, they were my family for a while. So it was really special. And, and a fantastic family it is, including uh, Crystal. We'll talk about the capuchin monkey at some point. Monkeys, as you've probably learned, are not good pets. So, uh, <laughs> so there you have it. That is true. So, so let's go back just a bit here. And again, you uh, auditioned for this, uh, I want to say 2021, 2020, when about? Yeah, I think around 2021, I had first audition for it. Now, you had no idea this was Spielberg. You knew it was Amblin. I did no not, idea. because it was an untitled Amblin project. And I didn't know that meant Steven Spielberg. And I think me and my parents were probably thinking, well, this is a long shot. It wasn't a long audition. And the description was just kind of fiery, <laughs> tough. Um, and then I did get the call back two months later, and I was shocked. <laughs> that's that's amazing, you know. I mean, and again, and for for me, Sophia, I would be a little bit of a little bit of, feel a little bit of pressure because you're basically telling Steven Spielberg's story. So it's like, you know, there's some pressure there. Am I getting it right? Well, yeah, there was pressure, but I also think that Steven, what was really great about working with him was even though we were playing his family, he did give us a lot of freedom, a lot of ways to explore our characters. Um, and with the you know, information that he had given us about his family, we were then able to expand and make our own characters. And it was amazing. He really made us feel comfortable when we were on set with him. Hey. And in that vein, he gave you guys a lot of input. Uh, you weren't running through every five seconds. What should we do? What should we do? He, he would come out and tell you, you know. And, yeah. Uh, that's pretty special because, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a very personal place for him, his, his, his history. And you guys are bringing it to life. And you got to talk to Sue a lot as well, his, his sister. Uh, yeah. And, again, that's you. That's your character. Yeah, uh, Natalie, that was so. really vital to Natalie because I would ask Sue about how she was feeling in certain scenes and she would tell me and I would be like well I'm, now I have to feel this way and it helped me so much just the little things she would tell me even like some of the stories that even gave that, that made 
you know, the scenes made more sense after she had told them to me. And it was awesome to learn about their life and be able to bring it to life. I got the impression that uh, Stephen, um, through the through the movie the story, that everyone got along pretty well. I mean, there were there were some some trials and tribulations, uh, besides the monkey, uh, and um, and Uncle and Uncle Benny. Uh, again, Seth is phenomenal, very very yeah. cool, um, and Michelle Williams uh, as as mom is just yeah just that's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a uh, I'm gonna go on a limb here, but that's probably one of her best performances ever. That I've seen her in, it is I mean, just yeah. phenomenal. She played it she so well. She was amazing to watch. She was so focused. She was almost like driven, is how I would explain it on set. And it was amazing to watch and be with her. And she really was like a mother figure for me. She would always give me tips and advice. She would tell me to drink water when I was crying a lot to Aww. stay hydrated. She would during dinner scenes. She would make sure I didn't eat too much bread. <laughs> Because they gave us a lot of bread. No carbs for the Fablemans, yeah. Yeah. uh, Again, Um, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was just, yeah. It was amazing. Again, post-production. Sophia, you said you saw the movie. And um, what what stood out to you, I mean, as far as the performances and whatnot? Yeah. Well, of course, it's it's fascinating to learn about, about his his family life and kind of how he, how he got started. Um, I found, I, I really enjoyed the last scene with David Lynch. I mean, oh. the, of course, Gilly scenes aside, <laughs> um, but the scene with David Lynch, I very much enjoyed it. I just thought it was interesting to have kind of little snippets of um, personal experiences just to kind of get a look in on that. Yeah. It was, again, and Paul Dano as uh, his, his dad was just, Oh, I yeah, just you know, and, and of course we've all seen Little Miss Sunshine, and uh, oh, yeah. Paul's come a long way. By the way, Little <laughs> Miss Sunshine again. This is Conversations Radio, so it's just a conversation. We'll go off on little tangents and stuff, and we'll circle back. But uh, a lot of those scenes uh, from Little Miss Sunshine were filmed here in Santa Clarita, as well as um, uh, Ventura. Oh, cool. So there's that there's that hotel in Ventura. The, I think it's I think it's a Crown Plaza now. They filmed that there, and then again, the um, a lot of scenes filmed in uh, here in Santa Clarita as well. So, uh, but uh, Paul Dano, a phenomenal role, and he was very, very new in the scene at that point, you know. And uh, he just played that role so well, and uh, I, I knew at that point that hey, he's going to do stuff, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. again, phenomenal job as uh, Mr. Fiedelman. Again, your 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 roles, you've done you know you've done some stuff. This of course is a big big deal for you. Um, but you've done a, a lot of filmmaking as well. Now you've written and produced yeah. and directed and the whole thing. Yeah, I did write a short film in COVID because there wasn't anything going on. And I felt that I needed to be creative at the time. And that was what I decided to do. And it was really great way. But I know that, Sophia, you have a production company with your sister and I was kind of wondering how that all started and like what led you to do that oh um well we've always been um we've always enjoyed uh just messing around with um with cameras and and coming up with story ideas together and um well uh years ago my sister and I started our 
production company together for short films, which is Stellaluna Films, and we shot our first professional feature, a uh, short film, uh, called Fairy, and we sent that to festivals and, and stuff, and yeah, my sister writes and directs and acts, and I, I produce and, and act in some of it, and um, well, we're still doing stuff today, um, now we have sort of an umbrella company called Sisters Rosinski, and so that'll be for feature films, so we're working on a couple right now and hope to get, get going on some of that. That's really awesome. That sounds like an amazing experience to have. I haven't really directed um, or written that much, but it's definitely something that I, you know, I would love to explore and is awesome. And I'm pretty sure you do <laughs> very well at. <laughs> what was your inspiration behind uh, Viceroy? Oh, um, I didn't have the best experiences in school. Um, yeah, I had a rough time. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of what it was about. It was about being okay with yourself because I think the thing that I struggled with the most was wanting to be like everybody else, Sure. you know, which is normal. But I think writing that helped me a lot. It helped me feel more okay with myself. And of course, during COVID, I didn't really have that many people obviously like everyone else but I have my family and they really helped me with the project and it was fun to even my mom and like my brother played small parts where they had little lines here and there that they would help me with um and that was fun to kind of work together so it was a family project yeah it was they had little snippets of lines that they performed and it was really awesome to do together and Sophia your family you guys have done stuff together as well and not just you and Alexis, but your mom and dad, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the time we're, we're all kind of working on. My dad plays some violin, you know, he was, a, he was a violinist. So sometimes here and there we'll borrow some sound. And my mom, of course, she's she taught my sister how to edit. And she always has great, great insight. But um, Keely, yeah. where, where can I watch your, your short film? You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on yeah. that one. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you guys exchange phone numbers and you guys can can chat about that because I'd like to see it too. Um, yeah. And I've and I gotta admit, I haven't seen a lot of a lot of. Um, I've seen a, I've seen some of your sh- some of Sophia's shorts, and and they're phenomenal. I mean, they're really really good. Um, but, I'll have um, to see some of those too. Oh, they're really good. Because- yeah. Um, yeah. Thank one, you. Is one one was a basketball, I think, or a volleyball, or right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, when he went to the when they did the uh, premiere, I think he wore a tux, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had a, <laughs> he had a bow tie. <laughs> hey, dialogue. Now, again, roles, uh, memorization. You got to learn your your lines, and and, and uh, is that kind of easy to use, Haley, or is it, is it easy or hard? That's kind of funny. I um am pretty deep in an auditioning thing for a role and they give me a lot of lines <laughs> i have like monologue after monologue after monologue with like three different sides you had a five-page monologue for uh for yeah. a movie right i get a lot of monologues and i am not super good at memorizing monologues that fast you know when you have a two-day period of time oh yeah it takes up a lot of time um however something that i've always found useful is kind of getting into my brain 
and then sleeping. And then the next day, writing it down as much as I can. Because all those little words that I mix up or change or forget, um, it's really helpful to write it down and then be like, wait, that's not that word. Let's fix that. And then write it down again. And that has always helped me. <laughs> awesome. And again, and now, for, you, for you as well, Sophia, with Paper Girls, um, a lot of dialogue there. Right. Yeah, I always find, um, yeah, reading it before bed is always great. You yeah. wake up in the morning and it's pretty solidified. But other than that, I just find um, sort of memorizing the meaning of the text helps helps a lot better just getting a good understanding of what I'm saying. And from there, you know, if you start to go off the rails a little bit, at least you can improvise a bit. I, and I, you know the, the basis of it, you know, the core of what you're saying. You're memorizing, but as well, you're also following the story. So there's a continuity thing there, too. So it's like, yeah, memorize these lines. Or go, where am I at? You know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but were, there table, were there table reads, Keely, for uh, the Fable Men's? No, it was just self-tapes. They just threw you out there. And just, uh... Yeah. <laughs> you had not met yeah. Stephen until the, until the first day of shooting, right? I had not. And it was... A bit intimidating because we did film it in the middle of COVID. So when I met him, he had goggles and a mask and oh, gloves geez. and shield. And it was Steven. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was a little intimidating. But then it became more of a routine to, like, have a hug every morning or a little oh. fist bump. or Do you know what I mean? It would become more family-like. The first day, it was still a little, oh, yeah. my God, you're Steven Spielberg. And then again, I'm sure there's, there's there's moments of clarity where you're where you're where you're in the scene, you're acting, and in the back of your mind, you're going, "Oh my God, I'm in a Steven Spielberg movie. This is just this is not <laughs> happening," you know? Yeah. And uh, and for you as well, Sophia. Oh my God, I'm on Amazon Prime. Holy cow! You know, <laughs> uh, it's good. again and again. I love this story with uh, of Alina, your co-star, who played the younger sister. The first day they're there, and Steven's on set, and and she says, "Take off your mask." <laughs> and he says, why? She goes, I want to see you. So he takes it off and she says, yeah, you're Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so that, I, yeah. That's classic. That's, that's would, how it felt. Yeah. 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 And, and again, a, a super, super director, just a human being. And uh, he, he has multiple projects going on at once. I don't know how he does it, but he'll turn out, you know, two or three films a year and the other projects. I worked at Universal Studios for a number of years in the theme park with costume characters and entertainment elements. And uh, Stephen walked through the park one day with our with our park manager, and because he's got you no, know, we got stuff there. I mean, you know, we got a lot of Spielberg stuff um, there. And but uh, yeah, nice guy. And uh, again, he's just um, he, does, he does he he no one makes films like him. Nobody, yeah. you know. He actually got a pass at universal um, because there were Steven things and we got this tour guide and it was amazing to see all the rides. When I see a ride with Steven, I'm like, Oh my God, that's Steven's ride. And I go on it like three times. Well, <laughs> even on a studio tour, there's the, the video that you watch on the, on the tram and he talks about the making of Jaws and, and Bruce, who is the, uh, the mechanical um, shark that never worked. Uh, but he explains that. And, and, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago, <laughs> before you were yeah. born. What a opportunity for you! And he did a very, a very good job on this. 
uh, with the co-writer. Uh, they did a, a, a just a really good portrayal. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Super Eight, the movie Super Eight, and that was kind of about based on his stuff too, the filmmaking thing, you know. And some of my favorite scenes in the Fableman was when he was making the movies, making the films, and you're, yeah. and you're sitting there in the stagecoach, getting covered with dirt, dirt and dust, and you know, yeah. yet you're also kind of like a, a advocate to the point of why are there not, why are there no girls in your films, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't yeah. think that, that, that that really came up in those days, but uh, it, I think it probably did. Let's talk about the uh, the monkey. I, I've got to tell you, um, and that kind of happened all at once. That 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 transition from the scene where they're in the house, and then all of a sudden there's light globes mm-hmm. flying, and she's putting the cage together. And um, the best scene is when the monkey's sitting on Grandma's lap. I think I just you know just oh, hanging yeah. out. Um, I still really really love Jeannie, the grandma. Uh-huh. Um, we had met her before filling the scenes because we had to get to know her first, which was awesome. Um, and she would kind of sit on our heads. I don't know, kind of clean our ears, ear, stuff like ear. that. Just yeah. yeah, the funny stuff. And it was awesome to have a monkey sitting on your shoulder doing her thing. Um, and it was crazy to film with her because obviously I could not scream around her because it obviously scared yeah. her. And I am screaming a lot in that scene because the monkey scares me. And so <laughs> some of it we had to do an ADR, but one time I screamed and because it just came to me and I felt so bad. I had gone up to Stephen and I had said, I'm so sorry I screamed. And he said, don't worry about it. It didn't happen. It was great. And they actually used that tape where I screamed and she seemed fine, but still we had to be really careful around her. Yeah. Sure. The uh, shoot was, how long was the shoot total? Three months. Wow. Yeah. And you guys filmed in Arizona as well as uh, California too, right? No, we filmed, so half of it um, at location and half of it in the soundstage. And the Arizona stuff, some of it we filmed in Lancaster. So let's say the stagecoach scene, it was 107 degrees out in Lancaster (laughs) Jeez. And we were wearing six layers of clothes. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I have ever been that hot in my life. So the houses, the houses were all a soundstage. Um, the yeah, okay. the houses were a soundstage. Very, very good. Good, uh, yeah. good, good crew. Big crew on that movie, by the way. Huge. Yeah, there was, and there were a lot of amazing people, and some of the kindest people that I had met oh, sure. were part of the crew. They were so awesome. I think he uses a lot of the same people. I really do. Um, because he I, does. Yeah, I see a lot of, like, you know, like I said, the, just the style of the making of the movie and the whole vibe. Let's talk yeah, about like, Go ahead. Go ahead. Like Janusz, the cinematographer, he's amazing and he's worked with Steven a lot and they're they're close and he's really also very good. And yeah, he does use a lot of the same people, but they're just the nicest guys and they're really close. So it's fun to work with them all. Let's talk about Crafty. How was Crafty? Well, I didn't always eat from Crafty because I guess mm, more of the junk food is not really my favorite. Okay. But we had all kinds of different lacrosse. Even we loved lacrosse so much that Steven had made a lacrosse commercial with me and <laughs> with me and Julia Butters, who played my sister, because we had them that much. We had tried every flavor. 
Wow. We had at least one day. Everyone on set. Yeah. <laughs> and a big rap party, I bet too, huh? Was in a blast. Yeah, we had an awesome rap party with dumplings and tacos oh and goodbyes. Gosh. It was sad. Gosh. But yeah. the uh, again, the film uh, is the Fable Men. It's now on uh, D- on digital as well. Um, is it still in theaters or no? Uh, no, no I don't think so. It's probably on yeah, digital, but again, a great, a great. Um, you gotta see it, folks. It's just amazing. So, what's new for you? And by the way, did I read you worked with uh, Al Pacino? <laughs> I kind of did. Okay. Not really. Okay. He was in the same TV show as me, and listen, I was bummed. Eight-year-old me was saying, wait, my scene's over. Where's Al Pacino? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was bummed. And then and the director was like, he's not in your scene. I was like, wait, what? Where's my where's my agent? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but so, so again, you're you're still auditioning for stuff. You still got stuff going on as far as uh, projects. And um I want to think uh, Entangled, is that coming up too? Oh, yes. That was a short film that I had done with a friend of mine. That was really a great story. It was a bunch of different women's stories kind of combined together. And that was awesome to do. And it's actually it's Entanglement. I'm sorry about that. And On Being 12. Another short? No? Wait. Oh, that's the full film. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. That's all of the stories together. I was a little confused there for a second. You've won a, you've won a few awards. You've gotten some uh, some nods. And uh, again, that was, uh, you were a young Pam Sinclair with that uh, Evil Lives Here. Which is oh, yeah, that was my first job. I really, wa- I really want to see Viceroy, though. I love when, when, when actors do the short films. You know, and I know it's hard to do if you've got stuff going on, but you, you know, you can uh, make time, I guess, at some point and do it. Sophia, you've done how many short films now? Oh, crud. Um, I'd say around 10 or so. Oh, my. Um, pa- pa- I, I'm, I'm not sure of an exact number thing. I should know that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say around 10. Fun stuff. I mean, again, because it kind of feels like your own, you know. So you can kind of do all the uh, all the, re- the rewrites and and all that fun stuff. But it's a labor of love. I mean, again, the arts and filmmaking and and whether you're a director, producer, or you know, in front of the camera, I think it's all relative. You're creating um, phenomenal content, uh, and um, certainly folks enjoy that um, to uh, to many extents and uh with of course with all the new technology the digital and whatnot it's it's fun to uh sit home and binge all of that uh wonderful content too um so you've got a charity you're involved with as well keely let's talk about that yeah um i am an ambassador for the born this way foundation i was really excited about this because what I loved about it was it makes kindness cool and it validates people's feelings. There's a free online course with five golden rules all covering what to do if you have a friend struggling with mental health or if you're struggling with mental health and how to deal with it. I think one of my favorite parts was that I got to watch videos of people explaining what they did to help 
and what was best for their friend or family. I learned from experience from them, which was great. And I also learned what it was like for people who were struggling with mental health and how they felt. And I love that they also expressed what was best for a friend to do because it helped me learn what I could do more or less of. And it showed me how to start the conversation and what to do to help my friend to the best of my ability, but also make sure they got everything they needed and to give them space and know my place, which is kind of one of the rules. Um, I know a few people who struggle with their mental health. And what I wanted to learn about and share was how important it was to be there for someone in the right way. Sure. And I was really excited because yeah. I did love this foundation. Awesome. It's really noble, Keely. Yeah, thank you. It's Very really good. an amazing foundation. And there's all kinds of things. There's a website that has all these different interviews with people that not only talk about mental health, but also how to be kind. Um, they share this stuff in schools, and it's really it spreads an amazing message. Do you have the website for that? What? Do you have the website for that? The web address? Uh, the Born This Way Foundation? Yes. I that up and it'll well, pop well, up. Google it up there for sure. And uh, I'm, I love when 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 folks use their celebrity to help charities and special causes, and that's great. And uh, certainly, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed, and that that speaks volumes for me, which uh, which I do. Uh, you, you're 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 also a singer. So how's that going? What are we going to start seeing your first release here? I am a singer. I. I am more of a musical theater person. I don't exactly write songs. Um, I love doing musicals a lot. I have done a few of them and I love doing plays. But I think what started, I started singing as an opera singer, funny enough. I would sing a lot of opera. I know. I'm a soprano now. But I used to sing a lot of opera. And then I think I got more into musical theater and watching Broadway shows and I became a soprano and yeah I take that pretty seriously and it's a really fun thing to do you know I love having a bunch of different ways to express creativity especially when I'm not working so singing and like you know playing the ukulele writing stuff going to classes that's all really stuff that I love doing okay so opera's uh La Boheme (laughs) Amazing. No, not 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 yet. Okay. I did a lot of like French arias. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Sure. I did some cool stuff. <laughs> I do less opera now. Awesome. Yeah. I saw a documentary on uh, Pavarotti while I was on vacation, and uh, what a beautiful man. Just in the backstory um, for him. And Sophia, you play instruments too, right? Which ones do you play? Oh, um. Drums, ukulele, mandolin, a little bit of piano, but um, yeah, main, mainly those ones. Oh, that's awesome. Mandolin. I don't know that one. <laughs> Mandol- mandolin's, uh, I think it's eight strings, right? Total? Um, yeah. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the 12 string guitar. It's like, a, it's like an octave higher. It's like the cousin of the violin. And oh, cool. Very quick strumming a lot of the time, but it's... Um, how about yeah, how, how about banjo? Banjo's good too. Any banjo, Sophia? Yeah, a little bit of banjo. Yeah. Um, the one that I have is my mom got it from an antique store. Oh. And one of the strings is really sharp. 
Oh. <laughs> it's me, so I think I have to get the uh, restringed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, great name for a band. Uh, sharp banjos. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a I've got a banjo and don't don't shoot me. It's in the garage. Um, it needs uh, work. I acquired it. It belonged to a friend of mine who was a news director, uh, and uh, his dad was a uh, a pastor of a church, and he loved Americana music and uh, instruments. So he had the um, this, this banjo. It's a, it's a Kingston. I think is what it is. It needs a new bridge and it needs a fifth string and all that. But uh, yeah, um, music's so important. I mean, I'm glad you guys are both exploring that you know and, and again you've got um a lot of music in your house sophia too i think it's just so cool you know i don't i'd love to be a, a like a fly on the wall i mean you your 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 family sophia is just so creative and that could be a movie right there you know the rosinskis <laughs> you do that, it would be you know, a horror movie a horror <laughs> <laughs> awesome so keely again i again very very proud of you uh fantastic job on the Fablemans as Natalie. Certainly this movie is going to be in my collection for quite some time. Um, looking forward to seeing it. I've seen it three times already, believe it or not. It's just that it's that good. Uh, and um, the cameras, the uh, the 60mm cameras that, 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 that David's using, um, so cool. I, I remember those. I remember those. And they're still around. People are doing that. I've got a projector in the garage I'm restoring. So, um, again, this, this kind of hit home a lot of... Um, a, a, a lot of levels when he was editing the film with the cement and the, you know, my mom worked for ABC for many years in San Francisco. And I would, as, as a kid, I would go in on the weekends to hang out and they would let me, you know, splice stuff together. And it was fun. You know, it was, yeah, that's uh, awesome. And, oh, Katie. And now, of course, now it's all, it's all, uh, it's all video. So, and now, no, now it's, now it's just files. So, yeah. But Stephen did some stuff on actual film, um, which was awesome. And he had sent me a projector that I, yeah, he sent me this huge projector that did not fit in our apartment in New York City, but then fit in our home in Palm Springs. And we would watch all kinds of things on it, from Stranger Things to Ted Lasso to The Fableman. Is it it film or is it video? The projector. I think some of it, you know, some of the short things he had done, like the films they did in the beginning were on film. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. That's like um you you guys all saw um um the uh, black phone, Bloomhouse Black Phone. So I I had the McGraws on here um about two months ago and they actually sent her a, a, a Schwinn bicycle with a banana seat. So she learned to write it for the movie, yeah. So I mean, uh, the the preparation and stuff that uh, is all the needs, and they just send you stuff, you know. <laughs> That's great, you know. It's like it's, it's like who decides what swag um, is going to be out, and they, they do it. So obviously, you've got Paper Girl swag, I'm sure, Sophia, from the oh, movie. Oh right, yes, yeah. t-shirts and, and buckle, yeah. Good stuff. So, how can they follow you online, so, uh, Keely? Can they follow you on Instagram? Uh, my Instagram. I think I have Twitter. <laughs> I think, yeah. It's run yeah. by my parents. You know, yeah. the posts, I usually will pick out some pictures. But otherwise, yeah, I don't go on social media. Yeah, I got you. So is, is, it, uh, is it at Keely Carson? At Keely Carson? Yeah, I think it's just Keely Carson. <laughs> okay. Very good. And a website or no? No. Okay, good. 
So we'll go ahead and again, you're on IMDb. Check that out as well, and Google her. And uh, really nice having you on here, and Sophia as well. Uh, you're uh, is it at Sophia Rosinski? Right. And yes, and then my sister and I have more production company, one which is just Sisters Rosinski. Awesome. This has been uh, been great. I mean, again, I'm I'm honored to have you on, Keely. Uh, you um, you come from good stock there. Uh, great parents, uh, artsy artsy as well as you, Sophia, as a co-host. Um, as soon as I get a budget um, for the podcast, Sophia, you'll have your own parking space. I promise. <laughs> okay, I'm working on that for you. Hey guys, we're out of time. We did it, and um, I know Sophia wants to get to her homework. Um, Keely Karsten. And Sophia Rosinski, I thank you. Thank you for having me. Folks, that's a wrap. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. (laughs) 